Hello, welcome back to Change in Exchange for a Better You. I'm your host, Justin. What I'd like to talk about today is anxiety and using healthy tools to get us through those things that causes those anxieties to persist if they are persistent in our life on a continual basis. With that having been said, I first want to thank God for this podcast. You know, my Lord and Savior Jesus, I am a Christian, as I've stated before, and you know, hopefully these um, these tips that I have in this podcast will help you um, in dealing with anxiety. A lot of us deal with it, you know, some more than others, you know, on a day-to-day basis. Some of us don't really deal with it that much, and that's cool. That's good. You know, I wish you all the best and success in your life. Maybe you should have a podcast too, man, to teach the rest of us who do deal with it from time to time or on a daily basis how to overcome and have that mindset where you can continually kick it away to the point where it's automatic, you know, and basically like, you know, even with that, like um, the understanding is, you know, with using the tools, which You know, you want to be accountable to yourself. That's one of the tools. You want to acknowledge the successes, whether minor or major, and uh, which is another tool, positive affirmations, man. You know, um, when you get up in the morning, you're looking in the mirror at yourself before you're getting yourself together to start your day. You know, look yourself in the eyes, man, in the mirror, and tell yourself positive affirmations. You know, and when you're telling yourself these positive affirmations, believe it. And uh, I forget his name. I think it's it's Andrew Hopkins. I forget his name, man. But the guy that played uh, Hannibal Lecter in all those movies, man. uh, You know, he had a very interesting thing that he said. It was very motivational. He talked about basically believing in your goal. Even if you don't, you act like you do. And how it changes the way you walk, the way you move in life. And that's very true. What you believe in will cause you to walk in a certain way. Um, An example, you believe that you're going to make it to the store or restaurant that you like to get your favorite food. And guess what? You wake up the next day and you get in your car. And you don't even think about anything else that could happen. And guess what? You make it to your destination. Not saying that it's for 100% foolproof. But the goal, the goal can be made if you persevere. Nothing in life is guaranteed, but you at least work towards your goal until you can't. And that's the whole goal of it all. Okay? So... As I was saying, you know, saying positive affirmations, you want to meditate. You know, uh, find a scripture to meditate on. Great is he who has the Lord than he that is in the world. You know, um, you want to meditate on those scriptures, not to just give you strength, but to also strengthen your faith and the ability for God to save you in any instance, in any situation, because it's important. It will cause you to be more bold 
it'll cause you to be more confident. You know, uh, just thinking about God and being, him being able to save me from any situation, no matter what that situation is, is making me confident right now as I'm talking to you guys. It's a real booster of confidence. I'm telling you. A lot of us, when we're dealing with, you know, the anxiety, it's because, you know, of something that's fearful. I know, like, you know, some people are like, yeah, you know, of course, doofus. <laughs> yeah, but at the end of the day, you know, you want to, you know, like, really keep up, <laughs> excuse me, um, and, and take note of how you're thinking about yourself. Because a lot of times we entertain negative thoughts that, because we're not like blocking them and we're not really dealing with those negative thoughts, we're not fighting them with positive thoughts, you know, they cause our demeanor to change because we start believing those negative thoughts about ourselves, such as we'll never be able to change. We're going to always be the same. That's not true. People change all the time. God changed people all the time. And that same thing can happen for you. It is a belief system. It is a faith system. If you believe, and the Bible even says it, whatsoever a man believeth that it is with him. It's the same thing. If you believe that you're a loser, and I use that term loosely, because we're all made in the image and likeness of God, which means that our image is a winning image. It's just a perception and, you know, the, the fallacy of man in man's thinking. That causes us to want to even entertain such nonsense at times. And I do call it nonsense because at the end of the day, even though you may not, and this is just an example, right? It's this this is the example that I'm gonna use. Uh, you might got a car, right? That's a Ferrari. You got the keys. And it's sitting right outside. And all you have to do is open up that door and get in your car and drive it down the road. You always wanted a Ferrari. You always wanted to feel like what it feels like to, to ride in the driver's side of a Ferrari. If you never open that door, and go out and get into your car still doesn't mean that you don't have that car. You still have that car out there. And it's the same thing in life. A lot of times because of what we don't see in ourselves, man, doesn't mean that it's not there. It's just that we're not able to see what it is that's, that's in us. And that's what's causing us to be stagnant. That's what's causing us to be fearful that's what's causing us to be like docile in life where fears are like dictating to you what you should do. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's okay to have a healthy amount of fear. For example, you're climbing up a ladder, you're going up a ladder and you got a three story house and you get to the roof and you wobble a little bit. And you're fearful of falling off and possibly breaking bones or even killing yourself, that's healthy. 
It'll help you to do the things necessary so that you can get back down off of that ladder after whatever it is you have to do, whether it's patching up a hole on that roof or whatever. That's a healthy amount of fear. Unhealthy amount of fear is entertaining thoughts that are not really based in reality. You don't know because you haven't even experienced it yet. You're thinking, hey, man, you know, if I get in that Ferrari and I drive it down the street, man, I can lose control. And, you know, man, you know, like, not like regular control. <laughs> like, you know, I can, man, man, it's going to change me. You know, like, I'm, I'm going to become a monster, you know. You know, now I'm going you know, to cheat on my wife and all this just because I'm driving this Ferrari. That's unhealthy. That's stupid. And I use that for a, a specific, you know, reason. When you really look back over the things that you're fearful of, you're going to say that those things are stupid too. You're going to say that those thoughts that you were entertaining are so based off of unrealistic, you know, um, imaginations that you're going to be like, man, it's stupid. Oh, man, like. Man, you know, I, I don't want to talk to her, man. She's out of my league. Or he's out of my league. How do you know that unless you talk to him? And then so what if they say no? It's not going to kill you. That's what I'm trying to get you to see. See, even though you didn't say it, it's like you're entertaining the inner thought, which is of that thought, which is, hey, man, this is going to be very bad for me. And it's really not. At the end of the day, you just got rejected if you did get rejected. But a lot of times, man, you'll find out, man, that person was, yeah, they wanted you to holler at them. And I'm using that because, you know, that's a, something that everybody can understand and everybody can relate to. You know, but similarly in life, man, you know, a lot of us are not going after these goals because we're so fearful, man. Talk more. I'm going to tell you something that sounds crazy, but from what I've read and what I've, you know, seen via the internet and books, they say that, you know, people that are very intelligent oftentimes will speak to themselves. But think about it like this. Have you ever, like, just talked out a situation in your head? And he was like, man, you know what, man? This is what I'm going to do tomorrow. Now I'm going to go over here, man. If I go here and I get this food first, then I go to, no, matter of fact, because I ain't going to do that. Because if I get the food first, then it's going to be cold by the time I get and that's the way you you problem solve. Sometimes you you figure things out, be, you know, better when you hear it. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, I, was, I forget what the guy's name is. Uh, God, uh, David Goggins or something. I don't know. But he's a motivational speaker. He's an ex marine, and uh, you know, he was just saying like how he had felt a certain way before going out to run this one particular day, in which he runs every day, right? And he said that once he said it out loud, he was like, man, he, like, you know, in my way of saying it, because he said something different, but he's like, man, it's pathetic. Basically, he's like, I'm not, why am I not, not going to go out here and do what I normally do? This is pathetic because I just wanted to sit in there. And he talked himself into doing what he normally do. And guess what? It's continually making him better. If he would have stayed in that day, because that's how it goes with the with, with, with the gym. Many times I've stopped and started because it was a day that I was like, man, you know what, man? 
I'm just going ahead and relax. And then next thing you know, it's two weeks. Then next thing you know, it's two months. Next thing you know, it might be a year and you ain't been to the gym. Now, in those those days, man, it was like, man, you know, um, I was still paying for it. I'm like, I'm wasting my money. And that's what got me up out of that rut. You see what I'm saying? It's just a difference, you know, of or basically a mind change. You change your mind, you change everything, man. You know, and that's the thing, man. We have to get to a point where we're comfortable in our center. That's what we're acting from. We're acting from, our center is our healthy space. Our our center is, you know, that, that point where, or that source for healthy thinking and not lack. You know, you're not coming from a place of lack unhealthy thinking yeah man you know if I don't if I don't do this then you know she's gonna leave me well if she does leave you is that gonna kill you no if he leaves you is that gonna kill you no if you don't eat that could kill you if you're recklessly driving down the the freeway that can kill you speeding Switching lanes, not not paying attention to the cars beside you before you try to move over. Yeah, that can kill you or possibly somebody else. But what we're talking about here is getting to a point where no matter what it is, the experience that you're going through, you're centered. You may get shaken a little bit, but because you're centered, you still go on, you still move, you still press forward. That's what we're talking about. Becoming the person that you visualize, and that's the other thing. What's your vision of yourself? What's your plans for life? Have you even talked to God about what he wants for you in your life to do? Are you doing what he created you to do? These are important questions. Or are you not fulfilling a goal because you fear you will fail in it and if so how how much truth is based in that fear 50% and then a lot of times just, just being honest people will say 50, 50% but then the actual number might be lower than that but you won't know unless you go out there and you try See, behind that door of fear is success. You just have to go through it. You have to make your mind up that you can and you will get through it because you got the Lord with you. He granted you this day. So, if the Lord is with you and he's the Almighty One, why is it that you can't believe or see yourself uh, achieving those things in life that he put in your heart to do. Whether it's speaking engagements, whether it's being an artist, whether it's producing, you know, stories into the world that will cause people to come to Christ, whether it's, you know, ministry with kids, whether it's teaching finances, whether it's you know, um, going on to a specific job and going after a specific title on that job. 
Fear will cost you everything. But faith will bring you everything. It'll bring you confidence. It'll bring you peace. It'll bring you joy. It'll bring you fulfillment, like real true happiness. Not the stuff that a lot of people talk about, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful. But what I mean is, it will bring you to a place where you will look back in amazement at the stuff that you were fearing. You'd be like, man, what in the world was I even thinking? You'll laugh at it. Some of the things that I used to be so fearful of, I laugh at today. I was fearful of driving. Fearful of talking to girls. Fearful of talking to people in general. I laugh at it nowadays. I'm like, hey, what's going on, man? How you doing? Hey, Miss Lady. It don't matter. Because at the end of the day, it's like, once you get to the root, you know, like, what's the root to your fear? Rejection? You know, um, what what you feel like, you know, um, maybe you might feel emasculated. But rejection or emasculation don't kill you. It's the decisions that you make after you feel like you were rejected or emasculated that killed you. Those are feelings that go away. You are not those feelings, and those feelings aren't a reality. And what I mean by those feelings not being a reality, what I mean is those are points in the time that in which they did happen, but it doesn't make you who you are. The decisions that, that you entertain in your mind make you who you are. Do you decide to listen to the positive and realistic? Or do you decide to listen to the negative and unrealistic? The warped. Imaginations and thoughts that, that come across your mind. Because at the end of the day, everybody deals with it. Every, everybody has to battle it. Everybody does. But for some, they get it to a point where they are on autopilot. So whenever a negative thing comes up, boom, boom, they knock it down, they knock it down. It takes something very major for them to even entertain it for one second. And then after that, guess what? Boom, because they're not, excuse me, naturally uh, going towards the positive. They knock that down too. That's the reason why some people who were told they weren't going to be anything are record label owners now. Or, you know, owners of large firms. You know, maybe you came from, you know, immigration. I mean, uh, maybe your people integrated from another country to here. You know, in America. But it doesn't mean that you can't make it. Maybe it's a little more difficult because of language barriers or customs, cultures. But it isn't impossible. And that's all I really wanted to say, man. Like, basically, I really wanted to encourage anybody that's going through anxieties, whatever your anxiety is, you know, um, and just let you know, man, like, you know, we all deal with it, but if you change your mind, you change everything. Use some of the tools that I was telling you about, you know, like positive affirmations, um, 
you know, uh, you know, positive meditation, realistic positive meditation. Um, you know, you want prayer, prayer to God, because that reinforce for that reinforces your faith to be able to keep on persevering when you don't feel like you have anything in you to persevere. Write down a vision for yourself. You know, make sure that you acknowledge all success, whether minor or major. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Sorry. Staying connected to your center, which is your source, which is God. Uh, being patient with yourself, right? You want to remember to be patient with yourself. And this is the part of being realistic with yourself. Okay, if you didn't make that goal, you didn't make that goal, but it's not the end of the world. That's being realistic. If you get another chance at it tomorrow, Lord, let you live tomorrow. You make sure that you try your best to make it towards that goal. Even the Bible says pressing forward towards the mark, you know, of our high, high calling. You know, God is calling us to be holy. He's calling us to be separate. He's calling us to be a people that aren't fearful. But trusting on the Lord God with everything in us. Because then that'll give us a sight that is unattainable because of doubt. We'll be able to see a path where others can't see. It's not just for people that don't believe in God and just have, you know, goals and um, you know, that that undying desire to get things done because you got some people that get a lot of things done in life and they don't believe in God. But what the right man said, you can say, hey, if those people that don't believe in God can get X, Y, and Z done in their lives, imagine what I can get done in this life for the kingdom's sake and to, to overall better the planet with God. All the comforts that we have in our life is because God gave an idea to a person that had to go through hurdles, that had to go through trials and tribulations, and they eventually got it done. And it's the same thing with us. At the end of the day, when you really look at it, the main thing that's stopping you at least 99% of the time is you. Yeah, it's that one point where, I mean, you know, you might have this hurdle. But is it really stopping you, though? I can't say yes to that. It's a mindset. If that guy, David Gog, I can't remember that guy's name, man, but he was a, he's a motivational speaker, and as I said before, he's an uh, ex-Marine. If this man, you know, who, who deals with ailments within his body can go out, and run every day why can't you he's not made up of special things that are adjacent to you man like everything within him is within you except for you acknowledging the will to make it he acknowledges the will to make it and he makes it how much more so you? Not saying that he's not a Christian, okay? Just want to put that out there because I don't know his religious background. 
I just seen, you know, a lot of his motivational talks and, you know, what he's saying. And, you know, he always ended with get hard, <laughs> you know. Um, so, but, uh, yeah, greater can we do. Greater. So hopefully this helps, man, and hopefully I've motivated you to get to a place in your life where you start making those moves. You know, and with that being said, you know, uh, holler back at you later, man. And let's all change in exchange for a better us. Peace.